Edie, did you have to go with something so loud? My older sister Megan asks as we walk out to the car. I shift my shopping bags to my right hand so I can flip my long pitch black hair with blue highlights over my shoulder in an exaggerated fashion. My hair has been freshly dyed during our shopping trip for last-minute Christmas gifts as a present to myself, so I'm teasing her with my show of flair. I kinda like it. Megan rolls her eyes and fishes her keys out of her pocket. We both know the truth. That you're jealous? Uh-huh, she says with a good-natured grin. Sure, Edie. It's just after six o'clock on Christmas Eve, and Barton Creek Mall's parking lot is empty except for Megan's CRV. We spent a lot longer than expected gathering gifts for Amelia and Graham, Megan's daughter and husband. We have more bags than what's appropriate, but I'm feeling pumped at the prospect of seeing my three-year-old niece's face when she opens her Christmas presents. I picked out a camo bear at Build-A-Bear Workshop for her and dressed it in an adorable tutu with a tee that says, I'm unbearably cool. It's perfect for Amelia, despite Megan's protests that camo is for boys. My niece is going to be one of those plucky, cool girls that can do anything she wants. The shadows lengthen as we near the CRV, throwing the whole eastern side of the mall into twilight. Tonight, we're planning on having a family dinner with my boyfriend Mike, and we're running too late to cook anything. I imagine there will be a spruced-up Boston Market rotisserie chicken in our near future. A chill runs down my spine, as if there are eyes on me. I glance back at the mall, wondering if anyone else has left the building behind us. I see no one. I look back at Megan to see if she senses it too, but she's too busy checking her emails on her phone. I hurry my pace and grab her arm. Come on, I say. She looks at me with curiosity, then, seeing my face, she immediately goes alert. What's wrong? Something's not right. Can't you sense it? She takes my hint and quickens her pace, somehow walking faster than me in high heels. She digs in her purse for something. Her keys are already out, so I know she's searching for something else. Megan? There's a clatter, like someone has kicked gravel behind us. My sister whirls back on me in fear, our eyes with their identical shades of hazel clashing against each other. Her eyes plead with me to do something, anything. Although what? I'll never know. They pounce on us. Vampires. I don't even see where they come from. Talon-like nails grip my arms, pulling me backward and separating me from Megan. I scream her name and flail, helpless in their grasp. I'm strong, but not strong enough to throw off eight vampires. Edie! Megan shrieks, finally freeing what she's been looking for in her purse. A wooden stake. She uses it much like a dagger, flashing it about with deadly efficiency. She catches the closest one in the chest, her speed surprising our assailants. As she stabs them and pulls out the stake, they crumple to the ground, gasping in pain as blood spurts forth in an uncontrollable fountain of thick ichor. Still more take their place. It's a full-on assault. I can tell they've pulled out all the stops to attack us. This isn't some random assault. They've coordinated this.